Hi, I am Lady Keys and this is Fat Talk Radio. Today, we're going to be having a fat talk with Miss LaKenya Rose about growth and transformation. I promise you, this might be a lengthy conversation. Yes, this is a lengthy show. So if you have to do it in two parts, do it. But the conversation is well worth listening to. Beautiful, inspirational being. Miss LaKenya Rose is, and I just appreciate her being a part of Fat Talk Radio. This is Lady Keys, and we will be right back with Miss LaKenya Rose. Well, hello, Queen. <laughs> Hi. Look, I'm like I don't even know how this works. <laughs> look, I'm I like- was- I see it start recording, but I'm just sitting here like, what is going on? And why does it say three people recording? No, it's just me and you. It says two people are recording here. I was like, I honestly, I was sitting here, I was writing down some things that I did, I didn't want to forget to ask you, Mm -hmm. and I was like, I had spaced out. So then all of a sudden, it was like, I was like, oh, oh, shoot. So how are you doing? I am good. Today I'm really sore. I'm really sore today. Um wait, first thing first, can you hear the noise in the background? Um I can hear it. It sounds like you might be eating some microwave, maybe. Yeah, I was eating my food. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long day, girl. So like aside from earlier this week, I started a new workout routine, right? But okay. today, through this program that I'm involved in, it's called Just In Time, um, we went up to the Scripps Ranch Performing Arts Academy. Mm-hmm. Ooh, so, like, the whole day was spent on, like, theater and dance and improv classes. And it was really amazing, but it's, it was, like, I was telling them, like, we learned some ballet and hip-hop and jazz and stuff. I was letting them know, like, they thought I was doing a good job. I was like, I could be doing so much better, but my legs, like, it hurts when I sit, it hurts when I stand, it hurts when I move. But it's a but good you place. know what, right? You you kind of start to get addicted to that. I I know yeah, yeah. That you, because then you're like, why am I not hurting? Wait, yeah, maybe exactly. I didn't do enough. But mm-hmm. I, didn't I know exactly. that's a good thing though. I didn't even know that you were in a working out like that. So. Yeah. I have a, actually, like, once I had my son, so my son, he'll be two in June. Once I had my son, (laughs) like, a lot of people don't even know this, because I was, like, really MIA once I had him, because a lot was going on, but I got up to 195 pounds, and for me to be 5'2", I've never been that big, so, like, all throughout high school, I was always, like, 100, 100, huh? I said I didn't know you were five too. Yeah. Short. Huh? I'm short too. <laughs> short game. Okay. We fun size. Fun size. Mm-hmm. We fun size. I like okay. being close to the ground. Let me do this like uh, the way that I should. <laughs> I should have started off, which is why I think that the podcast is so fun because it's it's more like really natural, you know mm-hmm. how yeah. But, um, for my listeners, we are speaking with Miss LaKenya Rose. Is hello, that I don't hello. know. Yeah. Miss LaKenya Rose. Um, I've met her on our, our band lab account, uh, which I tell all of my viewers and followers to check out. There's always fresh new music. Mm-hmm. And she's um, 
She's amazing. I'd have to say that our spirits have definitely met before. Uh, <laughs> before we met on Van Lab, uh, and it's it's just been amazing hearing her develop over the time spent on this application because uh, at first more like just really poetic. Just from my observation, it was really like poetic, and then it went to this uh, almost now you kind of like the lyrical queen. <laughs> and I love every you are like the go-to person in, in this realm. If you want some death, if you want some soul, if you want some stuff that's gonna make you sit down and say, "Man, we really think about life." It's with Kenya Rose. So thank you for joining me. Uh, we just gonna, we just gonna have a really just a conversation. Mm-hmm. We can have this conversation. Ready? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay. So um, you can tell tell everyone where you're from. Where I'm from? Okay. So uh, I would just I was actually just telling my people today like uh, I would just consider myself a California girl because because I was in foster care growing up. I don't necessarily know the truth of my roots. So I know that for like 11 years of my life, I was under the impression that I was born in LA, all this stuff, you know? And then uh, it was brought to my attention by a social worker that I was born in Fresno. And I had never lived in Fresno from my like understanding, but I got the opportunity to when I was 18. So I went from a group home and I was supposed to go um, to a different college, but I ended up going to Fresno State because my case manager told me, oh, we have words that your father lives in Fresno and that's where you're from and all this good stuff, right? I, had, I still to this day have not met my father. So it drove me to Fresno. I spent the last five years in Fresno, California doing Lord knows what. <laughs> but now I'm here in San Diego and I feel like I was, it's like a part of my process and I'm truly meant to be here. But I would just say that I'm from California in general. I've lived everywhere between Sacramento, which is our capital, all the way down to San Diego, which is right here by the border of Mexico. So like in everywhere in between, you know? So, California girl. Yeah, I went to 13 different high schools. Like I've moved around a lot. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. You, I mean, you have a lot of a lot of experiences, a lot of things to to go on to, to say that you went and overcame. I'm knowing for sure. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but we all have a story, you know. We just have to find our story as we're finding ourselves. Because the more we share our story, like you never know who could, you could be reaching. Like today, sorry, I don't know, like how like the subjects go in the podcast, but like no, today, they go, no, they go, they go very freely. But we, I do want to keep it down to, um, I want to keep them down in between five to seven minutes because Anchor has like this thing where they can only upload so much at at. At time so actually we're about we're at 6 40 so i'm just gonna hang a hang up we're gonna take a quick break oh see Wait. this is perfect sorry let me tell you because i think after this one we're gonna take that quick break but my son is on the way so i'm gonna just need like 20 minutes okay no situation. okay no that's all that's all good so we, we'll take a quick break and uh-huh. then um and then after you reconvene with him then we'll we'll start from there I wanted to talk to you more about the um, 
about just the growing up situation and dynamics because that's awesome. It's a part of everything. It's a part of transformation. So um, oh, we'll okay. be back with Miss Lakenya Rose very shortly. We will be back. Okay, I'll talk to you soon. <laughs> hey, beautiful. Okay, we are back on. <laughs> okay, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. All right. I um I was playing our recording back and I'm still like getting the hang of all of, of, of this because what happened with um when I was re- was uh talking to Marcus Dixon the reason why it sounded like we were more like messaging each other is because we were we did the first recording and um it wouldn't play back because we did like a whole hour segment straight mm-hmm. oh and, yeah but now it's playing back <laughs> it's crazy because just now it was playing back and I said this is a that, that's amazing um and then I was listening to ours and it was kind of glitchy so I was I, I wanted to see if I took my earphones off and I just talked without the earphones if, it, if it's a better recording but either way um welcome <laughs> back everybody mm-hmm. um and I say Miss Rose, but I really call her Queen most of the time. My beauty. <laughs> um, you guys got to check her out. Like I said, a very phenomenal artist. Uh, she's definitely a I feel like I feel very honored to be able to just sit down and talk with her because just through music, music is very um, informational, and her music paints a very deep picture. So uh, you were letting everybody know that you're from California. You're a California girl. And mm-hmm. I'm just going to pick up from there. Yeah, so I'm a Cali girl. Um, I don't know. I don't really remember what we were talking about before we left off, aside from me being in California, living all throughout California. Uh, I grew up in foster care. Uh, so, yeah, I'm a foster child. <laughs> My last name is Foster. And that's like, like no, I don't know, like, I don't know how that worked out, but, you know. Do you need, do you need me? I don't think anything's by chance. Uh, let's talk a little bit about, yeah, I wanted to talk a little bit more about the dynamics of um, just growing up within the system. Oddly enough, and, you know, this is, like I said, I don't believe anything happens by chance, but um, I interviewed or me and Marcus, we had our fat talk and we grew up, we've been knowing each other for over 20 years. Mm-hmm. Um, he was in the, he was in foster care when I met him. Okay. I was in foster care <laughs> once upon a time too, as well. And, yeah. and I think that's crazy because this is totally not planned. Like, mm-hmm. it was not like we had a previous conversation, like, Oh, we want to talk. I, you know, I want to talk to you about. Tra- All I said is, I want to talk to you about transformation, um, because it's something that I experienced, you know, and I know that it's real. Like everyone, I don't think people take the time to notice the changes that they're going through in life and and they're on their journey. And um, it's funny because like Marcus has his own. I, maybe we develop these, uh, you know, like these personas. Or of transform, or you know, watch ourselves like these alter egos, watch ourselves go through these transformations. Because I know for me, being in foster care was a very traumatic <laughs> experience. Yeah, it was a traumatic experience, and I had to like find a way to cope, you know, to a, a, a degree. 
So how was it for you? I could definitely say the same thing. It was all traumatic. I wasn't necessarily in uh, foster care my whole life. I got adopted uh, when I was two, but she passed away when I was 13. So from 13, I was, that's when that transition really put me into the system. And I realized like everything that I was going through in my adopted home was only the beginning. <laughs> um, so for the next seven years, it was a lot going on inside my foster homes. Well, not seven years, but from 13 to 17, so four years. And then from 17 to 20, me being uh, like transitioning from graduating in high school, going to college without having that extra support. Uh, it kind of, So I would honestly just say what I'm trying to get at is I feel like I was delayed like really understanding the process of growth. Mm-hmm. But like within the last two years and then crazy like amount of growth or realization um, within the last year of how much I've actually grown. And now I take the time and I look back and reflect on areas that I know still needs more growth, you know, yeah. but definitely like the traumatizing events that happened like from the foster care system and just things that's happened throughout my life. And uh, today I was actually like, my eyes really open because I'm like, all of these need to just be reframed. Like how you said they're traumatic. And then I'm, I said they're traumatic just copying you, but I really am trying to put myself in the mind state to where all the events and things that's happened to me in my life, I'm not viewing them to be negative, you know, because when oh, I reframe yeah. them, I see it as yeah. it was all blessings. Like people be yeah. like, it's either a blessing or a lesson. I see it as all a blessing because it literally molded me into this beautiful being right now, you know? So I'm yeah. like, I don't even know. <laughs> well, I mean, that's part of that alone is part of, you know, transformation of mm-hmm. the of, of relation, you know, the relationship between words and uh, reality. I, I just, I, I've found, and I had to say, say this to Marcus too, because most people that talk to me like on a regular basis know that I speak on a, a way more like spiritual realm, but mm-hmm. because I'm not sure of who's listening, you know, mm-hmm. I have to re- use words that, that are, are relatable. Um, mm-hmm. And still, it's still, and I'm, I'm not going to renege on the word because it's a, it's a process because. Yeah, it uh, is a process. Just like, just like you. You you said that you was kind of like, <laughs> you mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying. You don't know she's like a soul sister for real. So <laughs> you you jumped ahead of the butterfly effect for me, but that's why I was going with it. I was going with um, the transformation of the words and things. You know the process of where it begins at or where it began for you. Where, mm-hmm. where you, you said over the last two years you've seen a lot of growth. Mm-hmm. Um, can you remember like where it began? Was it like, was it you the like the for I like for me, it was I had to realize that I was always trying to appease other people. And I care, I started to care more about what other people thought about me than what I thought about myself. And mm. so I had to start like stripping labels away that I felt had been attached to me and that it was words, but for me, at first, it was it was a physical thing, accepting myself physically, mm-hmm. 
so that's where I that's that's where my transformation started okay yeah so I would definitely say um I say like the growth I realized a lot of the growth within the last two years because the moment (laughs) that I feel like I truly came to a realization of like every that I'm in control of everything that goes on in my life was Mm. uh, when I was pregnant with my son and I had him early and I was actually living out here in San Diego uh, for only four months when I ended up having him early but I was visiting back in Fresno so six hours away he ends up coming early and I'm like oh shit we're in the hospital they're like oh he's gonna have to stay till August so that was two months you know I'm like well I live in San Diego and so basically I had to drop everything move back to Fresno but was living in the hospital for two months. And so within that span of me being in the hospital, then being homeless with my son, it was like a lot of like aloneness, <laughs> a lot of aloneness. And I feel like in any, like, well, I don't know. I truly feel like if you're truly left alone with your own thoughts and then you, you really reflect on everything that's going on, it opens your mind to like, every aspect of life you know what I mean because I really came to the understanding that it's no longer just based off of myself but before I could even get to that understanding I had to understand like I have to like be in this mental state to where I am aware of what's going on around me and I am aware of the things that I'm creating and I'm aware of the seeds that I'm planting right you know yeah so yeah I would definitely say like yeah, that time span of me having my son and being in the hospital, living in the hospital. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was like my realization I, of the growth. Not only do I get it, I agree. Um, I went through a, a very similar situation three times over but it's it's like that is you're alone I think that that's true you have a lot of time to reflect and then and then see where you could have made that change you were in control mm-hmm. you had the option to do differently exactly. and that was your choice no one else's <laughs> wait wait okay wait one question are we doing the full segment or just the five minutes five minutes you know what? Because the last one played, I was just I I, I was just gonna go to about fifteen. We're at ten right now. Okay. okay. We'll, take, um, we'll take a break. I I know you probably got a check on your son. Yeah, you, I don't know if you can hear him, but he in the room being crazy. <laughs> you crazy? Not, no, I can't. I can't hear him. But that's one. I mean, these are things. Uh, like when Mark, me and Marcus were doing our fat talk. You know, his daughter was in the background, and she he was like, "No, no, no, Elena, no, Elena Rose." It was like, but oh, I, is I, that her name? Yeah, her Elena name is Elena Rose. Rose. <laughs> she oh, is. Look at that. Oh, oh my goodness, she is yummy. But <laughs> it's is. It's, I think that that's, I mean, you know me as in my music, in the group, within the band, just things that I buzz through and I say positive things, but, but I mean, I, of course, I'm a real person. I have downs and, and sideways. And yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I'll be going through it. I'm a mother, a single mother of four kids. So um, it's, you know, I have my day. So I, I'm definitely, I, this is one thing that I wanted. I wanted it to be like a talk radio where it's 
a conversation and it's real. So mm-hmm. if you got your baby and not hear him in the background, be like, okay, we're going to take a break and get back to the queen. <laughs> <laughs> that's just how it is. It's real, you know, yeah, it's, that's life. That's, Dude, that's especially true. like when you're really on the go, you know what I mean? Like, that's just how it is. Like, I've done like two other interviews now since I've been making music. And both of those interviews went because they're like audio interviews and video, it it didn't go like just straight through, you know, because I am a very busy lady. I always have stuff going on and then I'm a single parent. So yeah. I just feel like if the artist who's reaching out to me for me to like help them with their platform, if they can't respect the fact that I actually have all this stuff going on, then we don't really need to be having that conversation. We don't need to be well, discussing not stuff. Yeah. It's not- if you're really, I mean, if you're really a real artist, we all we have like several iron in a pot, and most of us have families. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's a lot of things that we're drawing from to make this beautiful music. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Or a lot of like daydream for you know to be like I tell people, um, especially with more my explicit music, I'll be like, most of that stuff is not happening. You know, it's just like. That. <laughs> It's a very good daydream of what I hope. Yeah, if it was happening, I probably wouldn't be thinking about it like that. Mm, okay, I understand that. Like, uh, I don't know, but I think that's just different uh, philosophies of life. Because for the most part, like even when I was only doing poetry, I don't know. I think it's just because I speak from emotions. Uh, and then, like, I really try to tap into, like, myself <laughs> and, like, recall different events that's happened that made me feel some type of way. And whatever e- event I'm discussing in that song or that poem, I always, regardless of what I'm discussing, I always, like, put myself back in that emotional state, you know, so I could really be speaking that real. But when it comes down to, like, so the sometimes it rains song, you know, I, I definitely yeah. understand what you're saying because I never had that close connection with my mom and I never had that close connection with my dad, but I have close connections with like my mentors who I consider my mom and my dad. So I'm yeah. still speaking about the mom and the dads all around the world, you know? So if yeah. I'm not speaking about like myself and I'm speaking about just the world in general. Yeah. 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 My, like the deeper, that stuff is me. But mm-hmm. like the, Sexual stuff, the whips and chains. Uh, <laughs> I haven't did that really, but I would. Let me know. find out. You in the room getting chained up. <laughs> <laughs> and I be tripping. You know what? When I play it back, sometimes I be tripping. Like, girl, you like people probably think you are. You got so like hot. a whole matrix closet or something somewhere. Uh, <laughs> But I know, I mean, the reality of it is I have four boys running around. So it's like, that's, yeah. not, that's not realistic. I don't, I mean, for them, they, they, at this point, they probably want me to be a, get a boyfriend. Uh, uh-huh. they, tell me, they tell me that a lot, but I, I'm so like, oh, that's only because I'm on him so much. I'm like, hey, what you doing? Mm-hmm. Like, you need to get a boyfriend get off our back mm-hmm. exactly you know what I'm saying but nah. <laughs> nope we good right here bro yeah we good <laughs> <laughs> we good you know mm-hmm. but, um, and that's a you know it's a that's a it's a difficult thing so I say I know I sing a lot about that um or I had a you know a time 
it's springtime, so I'm seeing more about, you know, just freshness and newness, but definitely during the winter times when it was cold, after I was feeling some type of way. Oh, yeah, that's expected, like, though, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, but you, I mean, the sometimes it rained, it was an immediate, when I, I heard that, it just was like, yeah, this is, it had La Kenya Rose written all over it. <laughs> Yeah, I'm happy you sent that. You are, I mean, and the pain, uh, you, it, it, girl, that was like a Mary J. Blige moment because you felt the, you felt that pain <laughs> when you were singing it. And if anybody, you know, everybody needs to check, I'm telling you, bandlab.com and then backslash. You know, this, <laughs> and just check her out. It's, it's, she's amazing. She's phenomenal. Thank you, thank you. As you are too. I, I love music that has lyrics. That's mm-hmm. lyric, packed with lyrical content. A lot mm-hmm. of people, I, I was saying on my live on Instagram, I was like, they be like repetitive. They like, you know, I popped a Molly. It was great. I'm yeah. floating in. The, you know what I mean? And that's cool. Everybody, you know, yeah. I mean? it's cool. I don't knock it. That, but I just I like to listen to music that. And if if the beat slap, everybody gonna be pickle me, right. pickle me too. That's I believe it'd be like, pickle me, pickle me too, in the they back. Be out in the, they gonna be hanging out the car like with their tongue out there, and I'm like, ah, pickle me, pickle me too. Ah. <laughs> they said, what are you even talking about, though? <laughs> <laughs> they don't care. <laughs> they don't even care. They don't even care. They don't even care. They don't even care. around dressed up like pickles doing it. They don't even Yo. care. Yo. <laughs> Yo, if everyone else doing it, then I'm gonna have to do it too. That's that's the motto that people go that's by, that you know? And that's Man. why all of that type of music, or a lot of music, oh my goodness, my son's father got upset because I let him know. He's a producer. And I used to write for some of his artists, but I never like tried to sing the songs or anything. I was just like, well, I like to write, so I'll help with some lyrics. But <laughs> all his beats would be like sounding so familiar. <laughs> He'd be like, check this new shit out. It uh, it sounds like the project you dropped two weeks ago. You know what I mean? Like this, yeah. it all sounds the same, and that's why I'm like, when you really tap into your inner and the creativity that you've been blessed with, it's no way that it should even sound like other people's music. You know what right. I mean? Because right. we all have a different sound, and so like that's people manipulating their sound to sound like someone they want it to sound like but in reality when that person that you wanted your music to sound like fades out then what inspiration are you gonna really have you know what I mean yeah you gotta be inspired from yourself (laughs) but I understand like getting inspiration from other artists but when it comes to like trying to like copy the same type of bars, copy the same type of flow and style. Of, I'm like, but yeah. you know, those are the those are for the artists that's trying to get you know mainstream fast. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, mm-hmm. They want to follow the formula. There is a formula. There is a formula. It's literally, like a formula. That's why you can. That's why you when you go on like YouTube and stuff, you see the DJ Mustard type of beat because they've used certain type of you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. plugins and stuff to make that sound so it's it's a for it's a formula to it yeah and it gets mm. me it's just it's old like it's just i don't yeah, know Yeah, that's what i'm saying it really gets old fast and like i'll press play on a song and 
it you know what I mean? Especially like okay, I'll like I'll super like the beat. Then the lyrics come in. Right. right. I'm like, oh my gosh, you can just tell it's it okay, so don't get me wrong. I understand like when it comes down to making beats, stuff can get kind of hard. Uh, you know, like you can it's you do kind of like, especially when it comes to using samples. So like beat making, I understand the recycle. I understand partially when it comes to like getting inspired by someone else's lyrics, wanting to do a cover song, you know what I mean? But when it comes to like just copying the style of rap and the flow of someone else, I'm like, why are you even doing that? Like, I can tell that's not you really doing it because you sound like it's a struggle first thing right. first and that's right. all I'm saying like it, it's really just tapping into your own creativity and a lot of people just mimic what they see and that's the downfall you know and it sucks because like you said I mean it's a it's a part of the formula but I look at it like just knowing your system you know like figuring out the system and working the system so I honestly feel like I stay true to myself but a lot of people don't know who they are you know, yeah, and, and, I'm, and with that, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take, we're gonna take like a couple minute break, or for, I mean, it, it's gonna seem like a couple minutes <laughs> with this podcast, but literally, I'm gonna just hang up and give you a call right back. Okay, and, um, we're gonna continue our conversation with Miss Stephanie Rose. Okay, we'll be right back. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. So here's the part of our segment for a shout out. Shout out to New Horizon Tax Services and Credit Repair. If you need tax services or you have some questions, give Amanda Harvey a call. Check her out on IG, New Horizon, or under Harvest Queen. Shout out to Lucky Exchange in Atlanta, co-signment to get all of your groovy gear. Go check them out. Uh, shout out to Pakistanian Bills. He's a lyricist out of Buffalo. He's pretty dope. Um, and a person that's near and dear to my heart as well. Pretty cool guy. Shout out Victoria Constance. She has pipes. If you guys want to hear some good, good old school. Like, not old school because she's not old at all, actually. I think she's younger than me, but the girl can blow. Like, I'm talking about Aretha Franklin, Victoria Constance. Check her out on IG as well. Danny Adriana, fat body positive chick. Yes. Check her out. All types of podcasts, clothing lines, uh, fat bitch. I believe that's what I seen her wearing last time I checked her out. Um, she's in Australia and she is amazing jabri um which would be jabri online if you're checking her out on ig she is a plus size apparel uh showroom is in atl as well shout out to spotify haha <laughs> of course we want to shout out spotify because shout out spotify always represents our independent artists and they do it for free for the most part that's what's up. Shout out to Anchor. Thank you for building this app and this platform for us to listen to and connect with each other. Uh, Ruthless Royals. Aha. 
Gotta stretch you guys out. That's my online van on vanlab.com. You can find them on vanlab.com backslash Ruthless Royals and check out our roster. I think we have 21 members right now and we're somewhere at around almost 20K plays. Uh, who else am I shooting out? Envision Footwear. We still got a minute. So Envision Footwear. Shout out to Envision Footwear. If you want to get custom, authentic leather shoes, you got to check out Envision Footwear. Can't stay put low. Man, she is actually my off-stand mentor. I watch her and learn so many things for her. She has so many jewels and pearls. Check her out. Can't stay put. Go be do. Cuts by Slim. That's my sister. Need a haircut? Go to Cuts by Slim in Vallejo, California. Yes. She has won. <laughs> She's my barber battles. And she is phenomenal. When I say phenomenal, she has cut for people that play for the Green Bay Packers. Um, as well as the San Francisco 49ers, cuts by Slim. Slim, I love you, of course. That's my baby sister. You guys make sure you go check her out. Next segment, we will be checking out our playlist. Who you bumping in your ears as you listen to Fat Talk Radio with Lady Keys? Okay, we are back. <laughs> so... Um, are you there? I'm here. Okay. <laughs> I like your voice. I'm here. You so calm. <laughs> and now I'm going out. I'm serious. But one you of my mentors be like, you have. California. <laughs> my mentor always tell me like, you have the key. I'm serious. <laughs> I'm so serious because I love California for a reason, but you remind me of like all the awesomeness. Like, I'm serious. <laughs> Well, thank you. They are so inconsiderate. Okay, so um, I wanted to ask you from from leading into that, how has music played a part in your transformation over these last couple years? Okay, so we're going to probably have to reframe that question. How has like writing music or like music listening to music in general because I I've only been like I would only consider myself an artist since September no October. I mean like in general, I think in in general um just in general like songs that you might have heard that encouraged you or that you can remember um you know relating to at a time of, of change, at a time of transformation in your life? So um, it's kind of a weird question to me. For me personally, I've always liked music. Uh, I didn't necessarily call myself loving music at an early age. Um, I could say like Lauren Hill, of course. Uh, I was really strong on some of her songs, but I was never the type, I never bought a CD a day in my life. Um, I've never, I don't know, like, I could say, like, I really like songs and songs touched me, but mm -hmm. nothing ever, like, pushed me to be like, oh, I want to do music, you know what I mean? It wasn't until I got introduced to my son's dad, and he was doing beats, and I was just helping him write lyrics for 
some of his artists who he would produce beats for. Then me writing my poetry, start going to open mic nights. People telling me, oh, I like your voice. I was working in a call center. People would always tell me, oh, I like your voice. I just started trying to sing. I was trying to sing through my Snapchat videos uh, about like little songs that I've like pre-wrote or poems, turning them into songs. Then when someone introduced me to BandLab, I can honestly say like musically, that's when everything changed for me. And that's when I really start looking at music as this shit is like a whole nother, well, like a coping skill. Like I had never really looked at music to be my coping skill. It was usually drugs, sex, or like (laughs) working out. Like around those parts, you know, like me writing poetry, that was just something that like I never looked at it to be a coping skill. You know, it was just something that I had always did kind of. All right. But when it comes down to like, I couldn't sit here and be like, it was a song that inspired me to become an artist because it, it's not like I love music. Like I, I love a lot of different artists and I respect their artistry. But it was more so the shit that I've been through. I'm sorry, I'm cussing, but the shit that I've been through oh, no, in my no, no. life, the places <laughs> I'm trying to get to, how I see a lot of people don't really want to discuss the thoughts that I have in my head. You know what I mean? It was a lot of interpersonal stuff that really pushed me to want to be an artist because I feel like my voice wasn't necessarily being heard, you know? Wow. That's deep. So yeah, I was never the type to, like, honestly, I've never bought a CD, never had posters on my wall of art. Like, it was, that wasn't me. I was <laughs> a different so it's like music is the transformation for you. Exactly. Exactly, girl. You got it right there. It literally, yeah. like, it was like a way, like, me creating my own music showed me that like I'm literally creating my own life you know like I create as I speak I create as I think like it it opened my eyes like and I feel like just listening to another person I don't know it could be because growing up I never like was shown love like I was really neglected as a child so like I don't know, like, I I would assume, like, when other people listen to a song, they would get, like, highly motivated, and that's probably how stars are, like, awoken. They hear a song they really like, and they're like, oh, I could do what that person is doing. That was never me. I never really was big on TV, so I never really saw the glam life, you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't until I was 17, 18, when, like, I was introduced to, like, (laughs) music videos. Like, it's going to sound crazy, but, like, no, that's. A, I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't sound. It doesn't sound crazy. I wasn't allowed to like watch TV growing up, but I did. I grew up in. My dad is a like an entertainer, so mm-hmm. I grew up in a house that was like, you know, we had amps in the middle of the floor. Man, that sounds beautiful. <laughs> like I mean, now, it was, but it wasn't because it was like my my dad was a he was an entertainer, but he didn't make much money. And my mom was the workhorse, you know what I'm saying? She worked all the time, but she was like dominant and so they argued a lot. And I dove into music because it would be a lot of arguing, a lot of embarrassing moments. You'd be outside playing and then all of a sudden get called in the house just because they going through it and they don't want people to be <laughs> I don't know, it was mm-hmm. weird. It was 
if we come inside, the people can't hear outside, like, but we're outside. It was crazy. I don't know. <laughs> I can understand <laughs> I, it. I, start, I wrote my first song when I was five, and it was like, about what, what I was going to be when I grow up. My dad, I was in the closet. My dad was working, like, on the old school. I, I was always, like, thinking about just changing what could change the world, and for me, music changed my world. Like, mm. it was very crazy life like people didn't know it because on the outside they appeared to be like you know happy and you know my mom was just like that, that type of person like very private and personal so you know for the most part it, it would be like oh they argue you know back then it was different so it was like mm-hmm. oh they argue but it was like their business is their business but in, you know as far as as money and things like that it seemed like everything was cool then they went through the divorce and lost the house and then things just got worse and then I winded up getting took from my mom at 11 Mm -hmm. so it was just like and it was kind of like at that point people that's when everyone's like oh my gosh I never knew she was going through this or they might have been going through that and I never thought twice about it but it was it was really weird because my dad was uh just kind of gone like they called him for a whole year (laughs) <laughs> he was like thought it was a bill collector so he didn't answer the phone <laughs> I was just like getting bounced from place to place and uh it was it was my music it was it was it, me writing I did poetry I used to just write like I didn't freeze I wrote everything so the, eventually the poetry turned into lyrics but so that's why I relate to what you're saying. It, it might have happened later on for you, but you know, my mom, she was my CDs and stuff. She would throw them away. Like I remember, my dad bought me this Mariah Carey CD, "Butterfly." Go figure. Right? And uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? My mom broke that. She broke that shit right in my face. Like, what you want to fly away? You want to fly? Where you going? At? <laughs> I was like, oh my god! You want to fly away? It was crazy. It was. It was. But people thought that, like, you know, because it was like I coined the, the, you know, the the smiling and being. That's why I guess sometimes when people be like, "Oh, she's fake," I'd be like. You know, at one point in time, I used to be fake. Like, I was very unhappy, but to the world appeared appeared happy. But it's crazy because now I am in a place where I'm at peace mm-hmm. and happy in my life. And if people were like, oh, that's fake. And I'm like, no. Fake it till you make it. And I made it. Like, I am eternally happy because I'm happy within myself. That's something this world didn't give to us. So it's something right. that they cannot take away. You know right. what I mean? Like we had right. to go through our trials and tribulations and to come out still positive queens who are trying to, who are in the process of making a difference in not only the world around us, but the world that we live in in general. You can't hate us on us for that. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's, yeah, you gotta only, you can only respect that. And if you're someone who can't respect that, then that just lets you know that they're unhappy within themselves. So that brought me to my next thing. So let's talk about the limit breakers. Because... Hey, shout out limit breakers! <laughs> <laughs> yo, no, for real, for real, because that that my team, like, yo, they are legit. Honestly, like, I'm like, yo, I wasn't even expect. I didn't know what to expect when I was making my own bed, 
but I it was is. like, yo, <laughs> it is on a roll. I'm like, okay, we going with this shit too. <laughs> I'm going. <laughs> I love your roster. I, you, know, <laughs> you never talk for people that don't understand this. Like we talk strictly through chat and song. Like yeah, seriously. <laughs> and lyrics, like that's how literally. <laughs> and I saw, so I, you know, I, I of course did the crying emojis. Like I love you. And, <laughs> you're so awesome, but. Um, I hey, I'm very proud of us. Um, I really am, and and I for a minute I felt embarrassed to be proud of myself, but uh, I'm I'm very proud of us because we are uh the only two women that are are very successful with our bands within, mm. and that's the truth. I've looked, sir. I'm I've, really killing it. Yeah, I searched. Seriously. <laughs> I search high and low, <laughs> <laughs> and I and, and I I feel like it's amazing because people say that people only want to hear a certain type of music, and um, like I said, your lyrical everyone that's in your roster have they heavy lyrical content. Yeah, mm-hmm. heavy, heavily, heavily, heavily lyrically loaded like you LLL mm-hmm. breakers is lyrically loaded okay yes. breaking like, all the limits like oh you said that couldn't be beat okay let us show you something okay yeah <laughs> and it's it's amazing to watch I don't think people really understand but I am in the, in the growing people like I like for people to be like thriving and I know that that's really that's you too like you love exactly like you love to see people grow and people flourish and change. I, I find that a lot of people are very judgmental within that app, mm-hmm. which I feel like, dang, just it's, it's art. And like art, none of us are getting paid to do this yet. No, it, but you know what I mean? like, a piece of art, when you go through a, a museum of art and if you, you know, you look at a piece, people have their own interpretations mm-hmm. of that piece. Mm-hmm. An artist painted that piece with their own, you know, perception. But everyone and, who see it's going to have a different thought, you know? That's right. Mm-hmm. So I, that's why I said unapologetic artistry. And it's definitely, your, your artistry is definitely unapologetic. And that's why I I, I, I was a little Kenya, just FYI, I was a little Kenya Rose fan before, <laughs> before the Royals, before Ruthless Royals, and before <laughs> the Okay. Oh, and that's what I tell my band. Honestly, a question had, I don't even remember the question. But it had led me to tell them, like, uh, Vel V, he was actually saying um, something about, oh, it was, a, I guess it was one of the bands who only the owner of the band was getting, like, a lot of uh, attention. And Vel was saying, well, that is just poor leadership, because if you really want these people in your band then you want them to not only like succeed but to excel you know what i mean like and that's how i was like telling them about like the ruthless royals and lady keys i was like yeah because i mean this we all came to this app for our own personal reasons and as someone like once i joined the ruthless royals and saw how you was running shit i'm like yo like it's 
it's so much that can be like accomplished from this app, especially as us being ladies and we actually have a message. You know what I mean? Like you come in with a message and we stick to our concepts like that. You can't beat that. Like, and it's not even on a level to be compared. You know what I mean? So that's how it's supposed to be because it's like Mm -hmm. I said, you're supposed to live to inspire that. So Mm -hmm. that's legacy. Literally like, creating our legacy. That's it. That I mean, it's it's like okay, values and morals set in place, but what was the dream, and did the dream live on? Like, you know what I'm saying? Yes. And with you, you are definitely like, yeah. <laughs> I always, I mean, I'll be trying to like, I'm a very like vivid. I'll be like thinking about like the the concept of how limit breakers, you know, because for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said it, people are starting to probably slowly see it come to through fruition, but I I just didn't see the Ruthless Royals as just being a band on an app. You know, I wanted to go through levels and um, I had a vision a long time ago that I was going to have a production company. I couldn't see how it was going to happen or how it would come into contact with that many people because I have children. Like, I'm, I love me and a mom. I homeschool yeah. my kids. Like, so it's like, <laughs> yeah, full-time mom, yeah, full-time mom. So I go and perform, but I don't stay. Like, I don't network like that. Like yeah. I perform and then I leave, but I also have, a, I'm a life coach as well. So I just was like, okay, so how, how I seen this vision, but how am I going to obtain it? It wasn't for me when I started band lab, I just did it to vent. Like I was just like, oh, it's just therapy. Let me just get on here, do a freestyle. However, it comes out, I really don't care. Um, it wasn't until I had, I kind of like had whatever happened within the, you know, the round table. And I was like, my kids were like, mom, you should start your own band. <laughs> I was like, what? They was like, you should start your own band. You should, you should, you should do it because you already spend time doing it. And you can, if as much time that you dedicate to say, you can dedicate to your band. And I was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, why you you always tell us to do it? And then I felt like it was kind of like an I dare you. You know, like you tell your kids something, you gotta stand behind it. So I'm mm-hmm. like, all right, so what should I call the band? Well, you already said that you're clean. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you know that you you like Ice Cube and Ice Cube was his they was with the Ruthless and it that that's really how Ruthless Royals came about. My I was, I was over here crying. I'm gonna be honest with you. I was crying because I was, I was the first lady at the round table. You know that I was like really repping them hard, and, and whatever it happened between me and Lennox and all that stuff happened, and I was like, I'm just gonna tuck away and forget this app, and I'm not. And it was like, heck nah. My kids came mm-hmm. in the bed like no. Otherwise, it, you know, don't get bitter, get better. Yeah, don't get ooh. Hey, quote that one. Look, can you rub? Don't get better, get better. Don't get bitter, get better. Don't get bitter. Get better. <laughs> I like that. I, honestly, that's like my mantra. I tell myself like it's always gonna be people who try to knock you down in life. You know what I mean? Yeah. The best thing to do is accept it. Don't try to run from it. Don't get bitter. Get better literally like how we said it how we reflect on our past and see where we can grow like it's the same with every situation we go through you know if it's a negative situation if you got to cut those people out your life don't get bitter about it we just gonna get better without them 
You know what I mean? Like, I really, girl, I had to reprogram my mind, like, after the whole me being homeless and really seeing, like, who I am and who those are that I had around me, I just was, I reprogrammed my mind completely. <laughs> so where's the, what's the direction for Lakinia Rose? What The direction, and you know, it's so funny because, like, on Bam Lab, we don't get to conversate. So, like, everyone in my real life knows everything I have going on. But um, I'm actually, although I'm a new artist, uh, I don't see myself, like, necessarily, like, going and traveling for my singing. I'm actually a motivational speaker. <laughs> I want to travel. Huh? That's awesome. Yeah, I want to travel the world and... Uh, empower others to become the best version of themselves, you know but first right now I am becoming the strongest version of myself and uh, me creating my music has helped that as well um, it's given me a lot of different concepts that I can touch on like I be having a whole lot of thoughts in my head so it's helping me get my thoughts out it's like giving me a platform to where I could go back and listen to my work. It helps me when I'm taking notes for the videos that I'm getting ready to start up. You know what I mean? Like it's it's a process. But then you I uh, so beautiful. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, Siri, <laughs> I only say that because everyone who knows me knows that that's exactly what I. That's what I do. So, <laughs> I'm just like this is. It's so, it be so real when you, I'm serious, when the universe is a person yeah. that is so, you know, in another place, but so much like you in spirit, it's, it's like crazy. It, it, you'd be we like, met before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they was together in their last life. It's okay. Yeah, I'll see you in the next life, girl. <laughs> I'm serious. That's amazing. Yeah. I'm, uh, I started my first book. It's titled The Process. So that's a cool one. Uh, it's basically uh, overall view. It's um, about the different processes we go through in life. And it was mm, from a foster child's perspective, looking at how we can uh, turn all of the negative situations into the blessings. So and how it's all a process and you just have to trust your own process. And um, that is my biggest goal for 2018. I initially had 18 for 18, 18 major goals for 2018. And that book should be getting published before the end of 2018. I have the guy who's going to help me. He used to be an English teacher back in the day and he has all these connections. So I've been trying to balance my life and still focus on the book also. But I'm not going to lie, I have been getting a little bit carried away in the music. So who knows where the music's going to take me? You know what I mean? Like, I didn't expect to like music this hey you know when you, are truly, when you truly realize who you are you realize that you are limitless like your your band is literally you realize that and it's 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 it, for me it's an amazing feeling but sometimes it's like exhilarating it's kind of like being on the top of a roller coaster and you know that you're going to enjoy the ride but you know that that first that little dip is gonna be like ah, you know what uh, I mean? Like yeah, you gonna so feel it all in your stomach. Yeah, so it's like it's a great realization, but at the same time, sometimes it's a little overwhelming. But mm-hmm. you, I, I think that you know, for me, and it's not even a think. I know that whatever 
you truly want to do and accomplish, you will accomplish it. It will happen in your just time, like your just due time. You know what I mean? For you, yeah. you know, it, it, it might, I think that we get, we get rushed by society and forget that time is man. The, the man, the, the time that we're li- living here is man-made, you know, the clock. Yeah, it's an illusion. You know, it's an illusion. Exactly. It's an illusion. So, us getting pressed for time is is a, is an unfortunate event because the reality of it is is things is timeless. So yeah, <laughs> you know, like, you're working on the book and it will happen in its time when it's when it's supposed to flurry. You know what I mean? Like if it's your music right now because you are so multifaceted. Like seriously, you said motivational speaker and that taking you around the world. I see that. I saw you. I'm like, okay, girl. Yes. yes. Yeah. So I'm going to look up and they gonna, and it's going to be like, oh yeah, Lakinya Rose is going to be speaking with you today. And I'll be like, what? Shut up. <laughs> you didn't tell me that you was going to be in town too. We both in New Zealand at the same I time. <laughs> Where you still at? Where you going to be like, you can't throw that that's amazing it's gonna be amazing mm-hmm. i just it's genuine you're genuine you're a genuine person you are and i feel very fortunate that in in this lifetime it's, it's a really dope experience no thank you for having me on your podcast thank you for having me in your band thank you for having me in your life <laughs> And I thank you for all those things. I'm gonna be honest. I was like the other night. I was like, I should ask you, can I join the Limit Breakers when they have another opening? I was like, this need to be like really solid. Like this is a, a, a solid friend. I'm serious. I've really, I'm really so happy with just the music. When I I, I go through and I listen to both of our bands' playlists all the time. And um, Mr. Boom Boomcat, yo, I'm, I'm saying it right. Oh my yes. gosh, this mixtape he just put out. Yo, was... <laughs> why is he so fire? You know, like, I, honestly, seriously. I think that some people are being upset because I'm like promote. <laughs> I did, I put it on the woke on the. Um, on the... <laughs> and it was like, he ain't even a run. I'm like, I didn't care because y'all need to listen to me. Like, seriously, no, let me tell you, like, shout out to Boomcat because the, no, the second day. He joined the Limit Breakers. It was, he joined during the Cypher time. You know what I mean? I had already had my eyes on him. He was liking my stuff. I was liking his stuff. Cypher came around. The Cypher was supposed to be an all-girl Cypher keys. Okay. Only three of the six girls ended up doing it. So then we needed people to step in. Initially, I went first. So we had to switch it around. Then we had all these blank spots. Me, Yara looking at each other like, uh, I don't know <laughs> what to do. You know what I mean? And then out of nowhere, Boomcat drops a verse on there. And I'm like, wait, hold on. 
Bell, I'm like, oh my god, yo. And then this cipher, I'm not gonna lie, we've been working on this cipher. It's always some complications, but we got four. Actually, we got five people on it. It's it can only be six, but a total of seven people want to be on it. So now it's kind of like that's this is where amazing. you. I just don't. I don't feel like in a in the Royals we have enough activity right now. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's definitely so. the active like our I. Our our uh, like our whole list, our team right now. I've switched it up completely. Like initially, when I first uh, went, because I don't know if you know how I started the Limit Breakers, but it initially started because somebody really liked my music. It was a beat maker who I would always drop songs on his beats. Uh-huh. He invited me to his band. I don't even remember the name it was at the time. But then uh, he gave me ownership of the band. And I was like really new to band lab. So I didn't know what to do with that band. You know? So I, no, I, I didn't know that. I didn't promote the band or anything. I didn't know what to do. And then finally, uh, Trudy, uh, one of the guys who was in that band, he was like, we should break up into a singing group for Limit. Because I changed the name to Limitless ENT. Okay. And then he was like, we should change we should turn into a singing group and then we should have a rapping group so i was like okay i gave ownership of limitless ent back to the dj and i (laughs) broke out into limit breakers because when i created limit breakers and i was seeing the first round of people i was like oh shit this band is the one i want to really invest my time into and so at that point i only had six members But with those was wrong. See, I would rather, and this is me, I would rather have six members, six active members mm-hmm. than 23 with mm-hmm. And I think that, I, I mean, we, me and you both, that's something that we're not afraid to do. We're not afraid to switch things up. We're not yeah. afraid to. We're not you afraid have to. to. Okay. It's good. <laughs> Change is good. <laughs> I know we have our core. We have our core people. <laughs> Seriously, as but, long as my core people don't go nowhere. <laughs> yeah, it's and it's real, it's, and that's really how it is. Because if I mean, I like I said for for the Limit Breakers and for the Ruthless Royals, I see I see the both of our teams being realistically in real real life. Like, okay, let's set up something, have a show somewhere. You know, or for me and you both, since I know that we both want to be motivational speakers, as setting up our show, like and asking, "Hey, Vel, can you come out to you know sing yeah. or you know what I mean?" Yeah, uh, that's, that's those are our realistic lives. So I can see. So our core, it matters. Mm-hmm. It matters. It really and, does. Yeah, but you. But like, like I, like I was thinking, you know, like I definitely, I'm down for like the performing and stuff once I get on that level, like right now when I do my open mic nights, it's really poetry and like simple songs, you know, like, (laughs) but what I was thinking, look, and the podcast gets to hear it, (laughs) was Ruthless Royals are limit breakers. We gonna combine our bands. I mean, it's basically already combined. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, like, then we can definitely go for it. Like a, a little corporation, not like the ink. You know what I mean? Like, it's really just going to be ruthless royals are limit breakers, and it's just like an extended family at that point. You know what I mean? Like, because I, I believe we are at the twenty 
foreign limit. I'm trying to wait on this last beat maker that I found. And I feel like if he joins Limit Breakers, then, you know, I already have four beat makers in there. I have Shisu. I have uh, Sweet. And you know, I'm trying to get to him. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. So we need to connect these dots. I, I really mesh with, with his beats. I mean, from people that... I'm actually glad that the listeners are getting re- getting to hear this because Van Lab is a very amazing platform. Mm-hmm. It's an amazing platform with amazing artists, like genuinely amazing artists. The, the producers on there are legit. Legit. The singers on there are legit, you know, and the, the lyricists are legit. And you actually get to watch people transform and, and change. Mm-hmm. Because some people that started off as singers are now rappers. Some people <laughs> And they they like oh you know what I I, I found I was, my voice I was right I was self conscious about singing but I did that one song you know what I mean and it mm-hmm. it played, and I was like oh I sounded good let me try this uh-huh. and you have people that are like well I thought I heard this beat in my head let me try to actually create it and now they they're they're improving that's what I love about it. I, I like love it the improvement you know yeah and I like the hidden miss. Like some, that's why I always put out freestyles because it's like I'm not perfect. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, mm-hmm. that didn't sound that pretty. No, <laughs> it's not gonna always sound pretty. I just want you to hear what I had to say. Right. Like that's 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 what I be wanting to tell people. Like it's not gonna always sound pretty because I, you know, I'm barely getting into this stuff. But the message that I'm telling you, you can't say that shit didn't touch your heart. <laughs> Like, I don't care if it didn't appeal to your ears. Did I appeal to your soul? You know what I mean? Like, did I did I plant those seeds in your head? Like, come on. Look, I, I take myself to church. Hallelujah. That's what it's about. I just be trying to plant those seeds. I really do. I believe you know that. Yeah, that's what it's about, though. Like, I, I'm so serious. Uh, when I first start writing my book, I was, uh, like, this book that I would read constantly, I had it on me like it was my second Bible. It's titled uh, The Science of Self-Realization. And like that book, it's uh, uh, based off of Buddhism. Mm -hmm. Um, That book really opened my eyes because it was like, hold on, you hear that? Yeah, well, we go, we'll take that opportunity to take a five-minute break, and then we'll do this last segment and wrap everything up. Um, I won't forget you were talking about the first book in Buddhism. Okay. 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 Text me when you're ready. Okay, bye. All right, so it's time for the second half of our show. We'll be back in two shakes of a rabbit's tail. I am Lady Keys, and this is Fat Talk Radio. Okay, hello. I didn't know what to do. <laughs> it was still like recording. It was like um, my, my I was talking, listening to myself, and then it was recording, and I didn't know if it would like go into. Anyways, yeah, I said I think I'm getting this down pack. See, I didn't even that I swear earlier today I didn't even know how to like make a call on here. 
Hey, I'm gonna be mm-hmm. I'm gonna be calling in. You are gonna be calling me into your podcast next? Yep. Watch. I'm gonna figure something out. <laughs> I'm serious. Not seriously. Look, I'm probably gonna do a podcast strictly for the merge. So, like the ruthless royals are limit breakers, but like just do like weekly podcasts with different members from our band, something like that. We'll really figure it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just different platforms. You know, someone made us. Well, the limit breakers. The the YouTube page, so we just got to figure out. What I know, I saw that. that. Yeah, I, I saw that. The um, the royal, you know, the royals have a, a SoundCloud already, right? See, I didn't know that. Yeah, we have a SoundCloud. What? I didn't. Yeah, know that. yeah we, we have a SoundCloud. Sometimes it rains. It's on there. The BML song is on there. <laughs> you have to give it to me so I can. I will. It's the Sorry. ruthless royals. Oh my Liter- God. Literally, it's the ruthless royals. And we have a we have an IG too. <laughs> see, I'm fucking weak right now. Okay, see, we're gonna have to connect outside of the podcast because I need all of this information. <laughs> I understand it's the ruthless world, but look, I'm when I tell you like Vel V, like shout out to King Vel because honestly, like he is really like my technician because I don't think you know, like you know how they be like geniuses are like super smart in certain areas, but then it's like they're completely illiterate in areas when it comes mm-hmm. to technology. <laughs> it's not happening. It's not happening. I said just like geography, like I don't really know my northwest, south, and east, right? But I could let you know, like. <laughs> How to get your spirit right? You know what I mean? Hey, hey, I'm a, I'm. I tell people all the time, I'm a life coach, but I can't keep my room clean for the life of me. Oh like, my you, goodness, girl! Y'all, you like, get it. I then. be like, you y'all, I don't know it. how. My clients, they be like, you are, you just so well put together. I be like, tell that to my room. Tell like my bed. <laughs> I get it. Earlier, girl. earlier, I looked at, it, I said, um, yeah, not today. I'm not going to fix it because I'm going to get back in it. Damn. That's right. right. <laughs> and I want that, that bit that was right there this morning mm-hmm. and I was sleeping real, real good. I wanted to be right there. So I just roll back in. You can't right. even play with you. <laughs> Same spot. You know me. I stick to traditions. <laughs> look, I'm, I'm, I'm just loving talking to you. But I, I know, look. At that point, cause the baby's going to wake up soon. Mm-hmm. Um. I wanted to ask you more about the 18 for 18 goals. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I jotted that down. And oh. I wanted to know if it would be possible, which I'm, I'm you be like, heck, the top secret, and I'm peeping that now. And I look, <laughs> but I'm not. Like, so it's really, it's probably harder for me to, to, to keep it. I'm, no, I stay pretty contained about Fat Talk Radio. This was a, mm-hmm. a slow process. Yeah. I can do something. So, but what I was going to ask you is, I, can we get, maybe three, two or three out of the 18 goals? Like we sure can. You sure can. I was going to say two or three. I'm not going to give you my whole 18. No, I've, actually been, I've actually been doing the 18 for, well, the year and the goal amount since 17. So I had 17 for 17. Um, I actually accomplished 10 out of that 17, which is one was being here in San Diego. The other was having a, our own apartment with a backyard. Simple things like that. You know what I mean? But they're like major. They were major to me when I didn't have it. Um, so, so the main three that I would say my 18 for 18 um, is the book, Getting the Process Published. Um, I wanted to get back in school for journalism. 
And I can honestly say <laughs> it was the reaching 100, doing 100 new follow, active followers on um, BAMLAB because that was one of the newest ones that I had made in December of last year because I had my, I had, 15 of the 18 completed not like completed but like written down and I knew those were the goals I wanted to accomplish this year mm -hmm. um in November of last year but one of the newest ones that had came about was the getting 100 followers a month on Band Lab going into 2018 and I've surpassed that already because I'm at like over 700 followers and it's been about to be five six months so I've I've been doing really well. And the I book is, it. yeah, so we could say those three. It was the getting the new followers, getting back in school, and um, getting the book published. And I'm well on track to getting the book published. And school, I start my trades actually next week. I already had the orientation. And then I start journalism. I, I go back to school for journalism starting in the summer of this year. So it's all exciting, you know? It's That's like awesome. I, I'm really big on writing your goals down, putting up, like, putting them anywhere around your house, like anywhere you're going to see them, whether it has to be your bathroom mirror or I have, like, whiteboards in my room and then my refrigerator I turned into, like, a whiteboard, too. So I'll always write stuff down. I make, like, the more you write it down, the more possible I feel as though it will happen. And you know? I think as you see it, you, it's there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and you're in, that repetitive. Uh, right. You're not only seeing it and saying it to yourself as you see it, but you're, you know, it's, it's subconsciously being repeated as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, it's so dope. <laughs> oh my, oh yeah my that's God. cool that you what? asked more about it like I'm a lot serious. of people just kind of let it go over their head when I mentioned 18 for 18 but I do like that's one of my things like that repetition like I do like if I hang out with my friends I do like throw that out there like well, yeah I'm like really focused on my 18 for 18 you know and it's been a few people who was like 18 for 18 hmm what's that mean you know what I mean but then you know like those people who are just like listening just to let it go in one ear and out the other they just kind of you know, I think that is an awesome. I think that that's a beautiful challenge. A lot of people, you know, mm -hmm. they just do it strictly, and which I, I'm, I, I want, but I do. I, I, I do. I protest the New Year's resolution stuff because I find as a as a marketer and as a life coach, for they're always really strong a month before New Year's Eve. And then three months after New Year's Eve is actually when I get the most of my business because everyone is like trying to start a business and they're done <laughs> cold about it and everything. But then they fizzle out mm -hmm. with with this way, you know, the 18 for 18. Yeah, it's not a New Year's resolution. Exactly. It's, you need to have yearly goals. That's exactly. My, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so. I think that that's amazing. Like that's a that's a, I don't know. I don't know where the idea or where the seed the seed was planted. Um but that's I, I I think that's a brilliant I just that one myself. It's brilliant. No, seriously, honestly, and I'm gonna let you know when I first started, I don't remember where it came about, 
um, it had to be somewhere in the hospital because it came about like uh, a few months after my son was born in 2016 when I was like, next year's shit has to be different. I, I knew for a fact, like you were saying, I didn't want to just be like, oh, this is my New Year's resolution to have shit different. I needed like a fucking pathway with guides like, OK, this is how I'm going to do it. And I know like me being a planner, I'm a great planner. I was like, okay, I'm not going to actually do like steps. I'm going to just do the major goals that I want to accomplish. And so 2017 was the test run. And like I said, I, I didn't accomplish all 17, but that it was a start. You know what I mean? And I accomplished way more than half. So I was like juiced. So like did the same thing for 2018. Last year, as I'm planning, I was like, okay, 20, like the, I was telling myself 2017 has been a good year. I need to let like my friends in on this doing the 18 for 18 and the following year coming. So I told like a few of my friends, like four or five, it was only like a handful. And I can honestly say that two of my best girlfriends followed through with actually just writing it down. Cause I wasn't telling them like, you guys better follow your goals. And woo, woo, woo. I was just like, you guys should try this out. Just write down 18 goals that you want to accomplish next year and put them up somewhere and then see how far you get, you know, and we'll like check in on each other. So the other three just let it go in one ear and out the other. The other two girls really did that shit. And let me tell you, my friend Khadija, she's literally like on the same path as me. Like all the programs I'm in, she's in. Like, and she, her main, her main focus was to get her car for 2018. Girl, the month of January came around, she got her fucking car. I said, okay, girl, <laughs> look, I'm going to give you tips as to another one that was mine. I said that I'm not going to work at a job that pays less than 13 an hour because I feel like with my customer service experience, hitting five years this year I deserve way more than the minimum wage girl right. I haven't worked a job that paid me less than 15 out 15 an hour this year see and that's the honest to God truth and it was simply speaking it into existence right. and really being focused on it they don't know and they're not they're, people, you have to be conscious of what you're thinking and what mm -hmm. you're speaking into your life Girl, say it like this. Your current thoughts play a major role on your future reality. That's and right. if you can't understand that, you're not at the conscious level to be creating your life. So you're still going to be a consumer. It's simple That's as right. that. Going like, back to keep on being fed. <laughs> girl, you just go, go ahead be fed. You're just going to be fed your whole life. <laughs> yeah. you never had created nothing so now you have nothing to represent what you lived for and that's that's the scary part of me like dying without a name um, mine too I, I <sighs> believe I mean that's one of the reasons why I even if I, I create my music even if no one you know even if it reaches a certain population mm -hmm. because it's still legacy yeah a legacy is leaving literally what it says leaving a leg behind for people to see like that you were Ooh. here that you had a foot on this earth stamped I was here <laughs> I was here like Beyonce said I do love Beyonce because shout out to the queen like uh aside from her music, you know what I mean? Like, she's really out in the world making moves, oh, yeah. making boss moves, you know brilliant. what I mean? One of her, her favorite songs. Know. They're both Girl, brilliant. Yeah, look, what I got with my boyfriend, I said, because I'm a Beyonce, are you a Jay-Z? He said, <laughs> he just started laughing. I'm like, yo, I'm fucking serious. I need you to answer the question, because that's how I know <laughs> if you're going to make it to the next round. I'm just sitting here looking at him like, what's up? <laughs> like, what's up? And so now he called himself, uh... <laughs> 
<laughs> His name is Jay Sam. Jay Sam. <laughs> Jay Sam. Jay Sam. Why you think you? Why you thought I was playing? It's not a game. I swear. It's not a game. Like you see me over here. You see me. <laughs> Yo. Oh my God. And your whole. Look, one day I need to put him on a track. <laughs> Let him bust the track. You should. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's my man. He's a hard worker. Like he works two jobs and he goes to school. So like, yeah, I definitely respect the. That's hustle. a rarity in California. I know, right? Good job. Uh-huh. <laughs> you got a good a. Good job. Mm-hmm. Okay, look. Shout out to me just really being transparent because another one of my eighteen for eighteens was to like. Uh, no, it was 17 for 17. And it was to really, because in 2016, after I had my son, it was a lot going on. I had broke up with my son's father when I was four months pregnant with him. So it was a lot going on. So um, the end of 2016, one of my major goals for 2017 was to not only like move to San Diego and this, this and that, but it was also to like get in touch with a man who fit more than three of the criterias because I used to go based off of okay well does he have his own place does he have his own car does he work you know Mm -hmm. and I just feel like really by me really focusing on not wanting to be with a deadbeat man like this man walked into my life like you know what I mean he was just my friend he was one of my first friends when I got out here to San Diego he was taking me to open mics and stuff like that going hiking and stuff like that so I was like okay then he asked me like oh you want to get together I'm like no I just got out here I need to like get focused and make sure I get settled first he was like okay you'll come around to it I thought that was funny when he said you'll come around to it because I'm like this nigga's confidence (laughs) (laughs) but look yo and he a Cambodian so I'm like this nigga (laughs) anyways Uh, he knows he he is hey Hey, he knew. He, he knew. He knew before he shot the ball where the where he the basket was. Knew. So don't don't be bad. He knew, but long story short, he really does like it, like every relationship has its up and downs, and it's truly a roller coaster. But it's a ride that's worth riding because he does have it all together, and not only all together, but I see where he's headed. You know, what I mean, he has a great head on his shoulders, and I feel like me being an, as ambitious as I am, like that's what I need. Like I need a man who's not only working but going to school because he understands that he's only working to to support his dreams. And a lot of the men that I've been with, they are trying to like chase these dreams. And that's what I love. Like I love a man that's ambitious, but you also have to be responsible and understand like our dreams, it takes more than just wanting something. You know what I mean? Like my son's dad will sit in the lab for hours and hours and all day, just making beats. And I'm like, I fucking love how ambitious you are about your dream, but how are you going to pay your fucking bills right now? Right. Right now you have to balance you have right. to balance. Like if you see, if you have a dream, a vision, it's your responsibility to create the opportunities that's going to lead you to the fucking dreams. Like I started mad about it. Like y'all better listen to me. Preach. Listen to the words as I say them because I speak with purpose. I speak on purpose. I speak to show the weak their purpose. I speak to defeat that term worthless. Come on, what? man. What? Come on, man. Look. I hope y'all catching them spiritual vibes. <laughs> Actually, oh I feel like podcasting is one of my new favorite things. <laughs> Girl, I'm going to have to have you on here as a co-host. <laughs> Man, 
Oh, man. They, hey, so y'all, yeah, we transparent, but y'all should, if you can't swim, you shouldn't get in these waters. Don't boy. get in these waters. They, they yeah. a little deep Yo, over wait, here. I said it on the cipher. I said, she said it. She's real deep. She I will, said it. You will be lost at sea. No, <laughs> you'll just be lost. <laughs> I mean, honestly, this is, you know, I'm hoping that Fat Talk Radio slowly helps, you know, the, the ones that are trying to wake up that are gently being nudged, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? This is, it, it is a, the time that we are isn't an awakening. So yes. I, that is, that's like, that's really my goal to, to hopefully reach the people that are wanting to wake up so that they can just go ahead and kind of reach out a hand to them and guide them out. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And once you are awake, quote unquote, what they're using, that's what they're saying. Mm-hmm. Once, once you quote unquote awake, it's not um it, it can be overwhelming and very scary yeah because you realize that every, basically everything that you have been told and sold is, <laughs> is a lie it's like, lies it's a lie you'll be like wait a minute but i thought that you know in in a very simple one thing I'm, and i'm gonna do it for I, and ask yourself this for the people that's listening i already know you know but <laughs> a lot of my people if i ask them this question their reply is going to be this. I'm going to say, what color is vanilla? And they're going to say, white. And I'm going to say, no. <laughs> Let's start there. Let me say this. Since we've been transparent, Fat Talk, uh, it's not just the listeners that don't know the answer because I sure was about to say white. <laughs> <laughs> I need you to tell me. Enlighten it's us, brown. Please. It's brown. Is it? It is. It's a plant, and it's brown. The co- the the vanilla seed is oh, brown. Oh, the vanilla. Okay, that makes sense. Okay. So, but it's the thing. It's it's just those sim- like the <laughs> imagery and simple things that we we have to. It just be the simple. That's what I'm saying. Once yeah. you get past the simple things, you're like, oh, I didn't know yeah. that. Then you start going a little deeper. Mm-hmm. Well, then why was it displayed like this? Well, then yeah. What did they do, and then you find out the whole process. They get it to be white. And then you find, you know what I'm saying? It's just yeah. like, it's it's small things that when you're waking up can seem so hectic and crazy. And then when you take a deep breath in, you damn near will drown. Like we, like yeah. when I said, you know, these waters are deep over here. Mm-hmm. They really are. They, they, <laughs> they are. Yeah. Your mind, you have to think it's infinite. Completely. It's infinite. They tell you, you can only use a certain percentage, but that's a lie too. So yeah, that's like, a lie. You know? Yeah, look, the percentages change with each one. I have to now get ready for school. I know, look, look. I (laughs) I, such a great conversation, though. It was was an awesome conversation, and I love you, too. And I'm going to see you in the lab very soon. Yeah, look, when you get out of class, the the song is going to be more worked on. You're going to have some of my part in there. It's not going to be ready. I don't think we, we ain't going to, honestly, we ain't going to publish this song until next month. Okay. Like, because I, I know, I feel it. Look, I feel it. (laughs) Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm down and. But I'm I'm definitely about to work on it because I I need to add my oohs and ahs in there and stuff. (laughs) Say it one more time about the, you, you said, what did you say? If you, about being fed. Okay, let me see. Uh, I said, um, you you can either choose. That, look, I lost it. <laughs> I, I don't I, know. I, I think I said it. you can either choose to be fed 
or you can choose you can either choose to be fed your whole life or you can choose to grow your own or create your own. It was somewhere along those lines. You can, either, you can either choose to be fed, continue to be fed your whole life, or you can choose to grow your life. That's what you yeah. said. And yeah. I'm, I'm a quoter on it. That was Lakenya Rose. <laughs> guys, uh, and, and, don't, and don't get bitter, be better. You know what I'm saying? And then what was the other way you like make the, uh... make make magic out of madness? Ah, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Now you know what I'm saying, Miss McKay Rose dropped some spiritual bars all through this podcast. Oh, you today. That was that. The yeah. fat thoughts with that fat talk. That was Lakeia Rose. And I, I thank you so much for being on this podcast. <laughs> thank I you can't for wait for everyone to hear it. And um man, we're gonna be doing this again soon. Yeah, we will. And have a good day at school. (laughs) All right. Thanks, beautiful. Bye. Bye. Okay. Okay. We are back with Miss Kenya Rose. And uh, we already talked about your direction and where you're going. Uh, You being a motivational speaker, as well as uh, awesome lyricist songwriter poetic <laughs> but um i want to talk about you being a writer at this point right okay uh the last part cut off what was that i was saying we want we we want to discuss the book at this point right yeah we could discuss the book um really i'm not going to discuss too much about my book i wanted to really discuss like what brought about the book So um, the title of my book that I'm planning on getting published uh, within this year um, is titled The Process. And it's basically, in short, it's about, it's 22 chapters and it's based on a foster child's perspective of the different processes that we go through in life that's leading us to our ultimate process, which is life itself. So it's like all these little processes that we go through in life. And it's just um, basically, a, I want to say, a book on how to overcome the different obstacles that come with these processes. So it sounds <laughs> it sounds complicated and all over the place, but it really has a good message. And it's basically just ultimately the processes that we go through as a part of life. And so I just broke it down into like 20 of the processes that I felt like I had to go through in life. And when I say it's from a foster child's perspective, it's just in the perspective of I didn't grow up with my parents and it was my processes that really made, like, that raised me. It was the process, like, the different challenges and obstacles I went through in life that really raised me. Um, but the book I wanted to talk about, not necessarily talk about, but remember it was on that platform of uh, me being spiritual and not religious. Right. Um, and that, that book is titled The Science of Self-Realization. I would definitely recommend it to, like, any truth seekers because – it, I mean, the name says it all. It's literally the science of self-realization. And that book is, it really is like my, uh, <laughs> my go-to book. Like before I started writing my book, this was like my Bible, like okay. hand in hand everywhere I went, like taking notes, being on the bus, people asking me, what is that your homework? Stuff like that. I'm like, no, this is just <laughs> like, <laughs> this is for me, like self-growth, you know? And it really like helped me like, with my uh, 
let me see, like goal setting, I can say, and like putting plans and action to getting to different levels in life. So like just opening the book and just remembering affirmations in it or it's not necessarily affirmations. What it is, it's his divine grace. AC Swami. I I don't want to slaughter his full name. No, you said it right. Yeah, AC Swami. He um this is his book on like discovering timeless science and the different teachers of science of self-realization. And so they're basically open up different secrets of the self within, of nature, of the universe, and of the supreme self. So um like I don't want to sound like religious, but no, you really, you really you, do you, have to take. You sound very far away from religion, and you sound very spiritual right now. And then okay, you- good, because a lot of people get it mistaken, and I'm like, you know, no one really knows anything for sure. Mm-hmm. So everything is just theory. Everything is theory. Like we don't know, we don't know that an apple is called an apple. apple you know what I mean? Right. Like seriously, like no one knows any. Everything is literally man-made at this point. Mm-hmm. We're going based off of like our ideas and our opinions and our thoughts. You know. Right. So when I, the reason I do like all this different research and read these different books and different articles is because this is something that I learned within the science of self-realization. It's only us that can really um, bring forth our thoughts, you know? It's only us who can right. really have that realization of ourselves. Like, it's not going to be the world around us that it's not up to them to understand us. It's up to us to understand ourselves and then depict that in a way to where those around us can understand what we're going through, the message that we're trying to portray and everything else that follows into place. I really do think like if you're on a search for truth, the science of self-realization is a great tool because like it helped me come down to like stopping my procrastination and like stopping my self-doubt. Like when I say that, basically I had to fast from procrastination and I had to fast from self-doubt. So it was like, it's going to teach you these different techniques that you never even thought about that actually is so simple and helping you promote that self-growth, you know? Like, this book, it's everything. Like, it really is everything. And I, it humbled me. Like, it opened my eyes. Like, and I feel like I, growing up in my adopted home, when I would get in trouble, I was forced to read the Bible. So right. like I would I would have to read the Bible, write paragraphs about like the different um, books that I would read through and mm-hmm. just stuff like that. So it never I think growing up and having that sort of punishment, it kind of deterred me from the religious aspect, me getting forced to go to church and getting slapped if I'm asleep. I, I just couldn't ever put two and two together. Like, how am I getting slapped in the Lord's house? You know, like, <laughs> like so it was stuff like that. Yeah, man, just, disrespectful. Yeah, I'm like, but God, aren't you watching me? Well, you know, you know God, I was sleeping when... <laughs> God knows I'm, God knew I was sleeping when you woke me up early. You you know what I mean? Like, so it was just certain things that was like really deterring me. And then like the abuses I was going through that deterred me from uh, being religious and more so being spiritual. Cause I see like being religious is you oh, you know, like, religion to back the reason why they're doing the abuse. Yeah. And when it comes down to spirituality, that's just getting in tune with yourself. And that's I would right. 
rather get into it myself because that's where I found God at. You know what I mean? Like it, yeah. it wasn't nowhere out in the world. Like it wasn't in a certain house. It was me being on the streets, homeless and just having nothing literally aside from my thoughts. It, that's where God talked to me at. You know what I mean? Like that's where truly where I found God. And so I just feel like if anyone, I have to say it one more time, like if you're really on a search of the truth, I truly feel like the science of self-realization will help you realize the science of yourself because yeah. it, it is like, not to say it like that because it's not a matter of science. It's not a matter of math. It's not a science of religion. Like it's truly a science of the spirit. So once you get in tune with yourself, I just feel like more and more opportunities are going to start unraveling and you're going to just see like, oh, I truly control that's, that's facts. those are facts that's not, yeah. that's not a villain. that is a fact that, yeah that is, and I think that a lot of people honestly I think that people use religion as a scapegoat yeah. um, too you know well this happened because because the devil did it <laughs> um, <laughs> taking responsibility that, that, that it was a conscious choice that you made and rock, you know, what I'm saying? And it's um, uh, I have a, a lot of oh, I'm sorry, hold on one second. Um, I have a, a, a lot, I, I have a lot of thoughts on when it comes to religion versus spirituality. I'm, I'm a very spiritual person, I don't think mm-hmm. or Muslim. My parents, my mom is a reverend, and mm. my dad is Muslim, my biological father is Muslim. Okay, so you right there, you yeah. know, like that. Technically, religion is what you were handed. You know what right. I mean? That's that, it. You, you have to make Eat that it. conscious decision. Dinner. <laughs> yeah, seriously. And that's honestly, like, a, that's most of the religious population. It was religion was something they were handed and they never made that conscious decision to look further into it. You right. know what I mean? And right. that, that is a decision. That is a choice that we were granted. We all like that. If it, if we don't have anything else in life, we all have the power of choice, wow. you know, and you can either choose to live a life that you were fed or you can choose to grow your own. And just I'm just, say that. I'm just say that one more time. I, what did I say? Okay, let me think. You I said, said you can choose too. to live a life that you were fed, or you can choose to grow your own. Oh, girl. Okay, Man. I do be speaking that real. That's Man. the spirit. I'm telling girl. you, that's the spirit. That's my friend Marcus, he be calling them spiritual bars, girl. That, that was spiritual, is spiritual bars. bars. Yes. <laughs> that brought tears to my eyes. Man. Yeah, because seriously, girl. Stop getting fed. You just, I'm just going to consume. You're consumers. Hey, you're yes. consumers instead of creators. Ooh, oh, I promise you, you about to make me run around in circles because yeah, on. you're consumers. You were not. We're, we weren't made to be consumers. We were made to be creators. We were created to create. That's right. Yeah, I'm standing up, walking around the house. Girl, yeah, you got me <laughs> that is the that's the real. We just take it, take it, take it. Don't give nothing back. Just... I know. Like what? What? What is your like? What are you leaving? What is gonna? You know what I mean? Like, is it really only gonna be your tombstone that you leave behind? Right. And that's not even you leaving it behind. You know oh. what I mean? That's. Then <laughs> no. no. when it was a it was a little oh my goodness girl I have to I have to use the restroom. <laughs> <laughs> not gonna lie. Sorry, Cat Radio. We 
We could put music in this spot. We could cut that off and then we could put music in that we spot. We can't get another tip for music in it. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna take a break and Miss Rose is gonna call me back. So, <laughs> so we can bring it Okay, I gotta go. I gotta go. Keys and we gotta rush off the boat. Go. I am a butterfly. Once upon a time, I was a caterpillar. While I was a caterpillar, I ate and I ate and I ate. I didn't really care what I consumed. I just knew that I had this empty feeling in the pits and I had to fill it. Some people called it gluttony. Some people said, oh, she's just growing. She needs it. I just knew I needed to eat. This burning desire to just eat and eat and eat and consume. Some of the things that I ingested hurt me. Some of the things that I ingested made me feel awesome. Some of the things that I ingested were waste. Some of the things that I ingested helped me grow. As I laid and I thought on this leaf one day, you know, I was chilling. I started to get sleepy. I began to be tired. I didn't know if I was tired of living or tired of eating or just tired in general. What else could there be besides eating this leaf? Or these leaves because I had consumed damn near a whole tree so as I went to sleep I heard a voice telling me that it was time to grow it was time to level up and I was kind of scared because I began to put myself in this cocoon did I know it was called a cocoon then no I didn't but something was leading me to do this and so I just I isolated myself off and as I was in this cocoon I started to grow and I was getting scared because I couldn't move it was getting less and less more room and I couldn't see you know what was going on with my my with me inside of this this cocoon no one could see inside it no one I couldn't see out of it but when I emerged one day I was walking or so I thought past this window and I saw this beautiful beautiful butterfly and uh, so I went back take a quick look and maybe catch this butterfly's eye and say hey wow you're so beautiful your colors are so bright so vibrant (laughs) and lo and behold it was me 